You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are taking us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcast. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, with me via the Zoom studio because he finally set up his brand new microphone is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing fantastical Fantastic. now that I have my new mic. Yeah, the new mic that he just finished putting together as we were doing the sound check. You're welcome. Is it, does this go on here? Yes, that is the, that is the muffler. It muffles the sound. Should so. I take it off? No, don't take it off. It was so bad. <laughs> I'll but, take it off, put it on, take it off. Oh, my on. God, I'd kill you. I'd, I'd have to edit. Stop. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Obviously, we were supposed to release this episode on Monday. However, life and all sorts of things got in the way. Pulling back the curtain a little, I'm doing renovations in our house. Like It's been such an adventure. Ronnie's been at work, so it's just been a little hard to get the schedules all lined up. This past weekend, Ronnie's parents also moved down south. Down south. Good luck trying to find them. I can. Oh, I, know, I know where they live. I was talking about like the weirdos that listen. Oh, yeah, you can't find them. Yeah, you got them. <laughs> but uh, we wanted to at least get something out to you guys. We've had a lot of great feedback on some of our most recent episodes, especially our Everything Everywhere All at Once episode. You guys were fantastic with feedback on that and just interacting with that. So we had a lot of fun, and we wanted to, as a thank you, just get an episode out to you guys this week. And what a week it's been, Ronnie. Yeah, a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of stuff. So we decided... Instead of doing a new segment, we are going to do a new segment that involves the topic that we're going to talk about. It's a topic we've never really addressed. It's a topic we've kind of talked about in some capacity, but not a whole lot as its own thing. So this week, we had three trailers drop, and not unheard of. It, it's springtime. We're going to start seeing some of the, the summer blockbusters, any of those movies that are coming out. The trailers are going to get released now, and we... We felt a certain level of excitement. At least I did. I don't know how Ronnie and I have not talked about any of these trailers for the most part. No. I'm pretty sure I texted him on Monday about one of them, going, dude, yeah. this trailer's pretty solid. He answered me the next day. Yeah, I'll probably check it out. That was our conversation about one of the trailers <laughs> that we're gonna talk about. But it's also a testament to just how how busy it's been. But yes. anyway. So we're gonna go in order of excitement question mark yes i'll agree with you on that all right so as of today's so i'm glad we also waited till today we'd already planned to do something tonight and i'm glad we waited till today because they released the first trailer which is this is gonna be a strange one because usually we don't talk about trailers for tv shows of oliver queen's return on flash so ronnie what are your initial thoughts on the return of the king Eh. And just because, like, I'm curious as to what capacity. Because the last time we saw him, he was the Spectre, and he died. So yeah. now, I mean, I haven't watched The Flash for the past season or maybe, like, two seasons, actually. Yeah, you stopped at the, at the lightsaber battle. Yeah, so there's been one season and then this one. I, I, I highly recommend so, trying to catch yeah. up. Like, it, in all honesty, I'm actually completely caught up. 
Yeah. And it's still better than Gotham Knights. By the way, all my reviews for <laughs> Gotham Knights are on our website, themisfaction.com. Go to Misfit Corner articles and you will read. I did the first three episodes. Yeah. And woof. Uh, woof. Shameless okay, plug. I'll give it a try just because I do want to see, you know, obviously Stephen Amell come back. I'm just curious as to what capacity is it a different world, Stephen Amell Green Arrow, you know, or is it Spectre? So that's the confusing part, right? Like, so you watch this trailer. Originally, when they said that Oliver Queen was going to come back in some capacity, you thought, like, I originally thought it was going to be some sort of time travel thing. Like, Barry was going to go back in time or, and like, get the advice from him. But it looks like this is a completely current version of Oliver, which is even weirder because let's not forget, like, they, they closed that loop. Like, they showed him in heaven with Felicity. Yeah. Stupid. It's, it's, strange and then we also had diggle diggle's coming back which i'm excited for i'm not sure if they're still doing the show that he was supposed to do like that superhero university show but at least for me i finally saw the end of his green lantern thing and it sucked did it he destroys the the, like so basically oh that's right mild spoilers for uh for the flash last season not the current season he gets the help of Eobard Thawne to open up that box because apparently after he closed it, it never op- it wouldn't open again for him. And it was hmm. setting him all these painful visions. So they- Eobard Thawne helps him open it and he's like, no, I don't want to be a cosmic ad- like adventurer. And he like destroys it. And Thawne's like, no. That's- I didn't know those rings were easily destroyed. I know, right? Who knew a Green Lantern ring was easily destroyed? <laughs> it usually takes Ryan Reynolds to kill a Green Lantern franchise. Seriously. Damn. <laughs> Savage. We're going to talk about movie trailers, yeah. but anyway. So yeah. for me, though, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I hate to say it. Flash has had its ups and downs, mm-hmm. but consistently it, it's saved by a lot of things. And that includes Grant Gustin and just the chemistry he has with the rest of the cast, because that is a very Daniel big Panabaker. rotating cast. Daniel Panabaker, who's a brand new character this season. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything with that, but it's in, it's been interesting. They, you know, this past season, they introduced new characters, new, new rogues, new Captain Boomerang, like all, some cool stuff. They mm-hmm. they didn't do a very good job with the Red Death stuff, unfortunately, because they wanted to utilize Batwoman instead of Batman. Yeah. And they changed, like, the backstory a little bit. But, like, it, it's, I'm there for the character. I'm there for, like, the just, I want to, and that's what, that's what the shame is. Like, the last season of Arrow, not only was it a setup for Crisis, but it was also a love letter to the show. Yeah, it was a lot of hey, remember this or hey, remember this this random bad guy or this or that. It's like it's what Supernatural tried to do. Oh, but unfortunately, Supernatural yeah. got hit by by the COVID pandemic, and and yep. I still respect them for trying. But getting any filming done in Vancouver was a nightmare. Oh yeah, you know how those Canadians are. But I I just hope it doesn't take away from the death of Oliver Queen. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm also catching up on Superman and Lois because. Again, full full disclosure, we're having our house renovated, so I'm babysitting Maze the podcat. Like he and I are hanging yeah. out in a space so that he feels safe, and he's been doing a lot of help with editing and bathing himself. <laughs> like he's been doing really well. But he I'm and I, he and I have been watching Superman and Lois because we caught up on Flash, and they referenced the crisis in Superman and oh, Lois because really? that is a different. It's not the Superman from the main Arrowverse. Yeah. So even though Diggle guest starred in the first season. They've established that it, it's its own thing. It's it's and which yeah. I'm fine with at this point, just because there's nothing else left. Yeah, right. But 
like they they show the the crisis rings hitting at I think at the mm-hmm. in the middle of season two they show one of the characters gets affected by crisis and they don't know what it is but it's kind of like how in Black Lightning like the la- the episode that had crisis in it was like a last yeah. second shot of them yeah. getting hit yeah. by the wave so I'm like I'm catching up on Superman and Lois and I'm like man I really it's a shame that we're not getting more because Superman and Lois is really good. Oh yeah, it, it's it's really good, and Tyler Hecklin is a great Superman, and uh, I always forget how to pronounce her name. The, the actress who plays Lois does a fantastic job too. Even though at first I didn't like her, yeah, she had a weird, weird face, weird face. Yeah, yeah, Some and also, face. also Erica Durant is my Lois Lane, always will be. <laughs> yep, but uh, so that's that's our initial thoughts, and I'm sure when when Flash does end, or even when this even when this episode airs, we might take a step and talk about it, just because yeah. this show started. It's funny, during one of my interviews today, they asked, like, what was our, like, how did we start Multiverse? Because that was our first show. And I was like, we started for Batman versus Superman. That is what, that was the catalyst. And of all things, the one good thing that came out of Batman versus Superman. I'll say it. (laughs) I'll say it. Jeez. Haters gonna hate. But uh, it's crazy that that that's the movie that started this whole thing. Yeah. But then we were doing episodes for Flash, Arrow, and Legends every freaking week. Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. You had fun at least naming the episode titles. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, you had so much fun doing that. I'm so boring with them. (laughs) You're like, episode 272, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming, exclamation point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, pretty much. But it's funny because, like, that was actually one of the reasons our show got flagged for the first time. Multiverse Mm -hmm. Fancast has been flagged twice. Yeah, none of our other shows have, and we've like, we've had some weird interviews, and and yep. Sean gets fired up on cinematic, fired yeah. up, f you, f you. But anyway, so we got flagged twice on multiverse. One was for Cisco says a line in one of the episodes where he goes, "This house is bitching," yeah. and you put that in the title. Yep. And we got flagged for it and taken off of <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Just that one episode. So that episode is completely gone off Apple Podcasts. And then the second one was when we did the WandaVision episode. The YouTube yeah. video got flagged because we used Agatha all along. Yeah. Disney, Disney. No what a bunch right. of rule breakers we are. I know, right? Man. Yeah, I say a bunch of misfits. <laughs> we should join a league or something. But anyway. <laughs> so that's the first trailer we're going to talk about. Now, the second trailer is arguably one of the most anticipated superhero films at least in the near future, definitely, I, I don't even say it's it's one of the, like the top five most anticipated, and that is the new Spider Verse trailer. Yes. And I only called it the new Spider Verse trailer because I immediately forgot if it was Spider Man across the Spider Verse, around the Spider Verse, no way home from the Spider Verse. It is across the Spider Verse, through the universe, through the through the Spider Verse, around the Spider Verse, <laughs> touching the Spider Verse. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, so. Initial thoughts on this new Spider-Man trailer, because there there was uh, two, but like one's like just the extended version. Yeah. So my eyes hurt from watching it. There was a lot of like flashing and changing and colors and everything, but I did like it. It kind of sets the premise, and we kind of know the plot now with the movie for this, where it's basically he's got to either save the Spider Verse. Or what looks to be like save his dad. It, so this trailer is doing a very good job at kind of setting up the tone, but also not yeah. really giving us a lot of plot. I, I'm very curious with this because 
same thing my eyes were hurting during this not only because of the animation like the animation is still very like effective and jarring but also like i was like i need to look at every detail of this entire trailer and you can't oh (laughs) people do people have oh yeah we'll talk a little bit about it but it, it seems like they're teeing up two villains in this one is the spot which i never thought the spot was going to be the main bad guy but in this universe yeah. of multi-dimensions it makes sense but yes. also miguel o'hara aka spider-man 2099 played by oscar isaac yeah he's really becoming king of the nerds like it used to be henry cavill just because he mm-hmm. made a computer in a tank top yeah uh, and obviously Geralt and superman and now like warhammer <laughs> like king of the nerds but oscar isaac is really just kind of Killing it. Yeah. Do you know anything about Spider-Man 2099? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I was a big fan. That that was a big thing in the 90s. It was what the future is going to look like. Our good friend Brendan and I did an episode on Batman Beyond, which apparently is supposed to happen in like 10 years. So we're going to have flying cars and super bat suits in 10 years. Everybody get excited. I'll be excited for it. But But like the 2099 universe was a lot of fun where they had future versions of the same characters for the most part. Some Mm -hmm. of them were really cool. And I I was a big fan of Miguel O'Hara, a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099. And he was so popular that they brought him into the main continuity. Mm -hmm. Also, I I don't know what it is, but something about the full blue and red suit, like full blue with red accents, just pops for me. Yeah. He had a very cool, and he was like a luchador mask. That's That was his inspiration for it. And his powers are a little bit different than Miles. Like he's got claws instead of, you know, adhesive skin. Like so when he wants to crawl walls, he's gotta like stab the walls. But yeah. let's talk about some of the spider peoples, spider 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 guys, spider hellos, spider everyone. All right. Other things. <laughs> this is some of just some of the aforementioned yeah. Spider Man in this film. We have, obviously, Miles Morales. We have in the, one of the teasers, they show a brief montage of the three live-action Spider-Men, yep. which there's always going to be rule, like rumors that they're going to be cameos in some capacity. And they can. They, they can do the animation for them. But yeah. if they actually get you know, the, the real people. We have the return of Spider-Gwen, Miles Morales, Peter B. Parker, mm-hmm. Spider-Force, I want to say is one of the Or Spider-Woman. We have Spider-Woman. Yep. Let's see. The Indian Spider-Man. Yep. My God, I I can't. This is so many. Spider Punk. Punk. Spider Punk is there, along with a lot of other Spider. All right, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. We also have Ben Riley slash Scarlet Spider, Cyborg Spider Woman, Zombie Spider Man, Spider Man from PS4 slash PS5, Spider Man Unlimited, Superior Spider Man, Mayday Parker, Spider Girl, Lady Spider, Therapist Spider Man, and even Widow, aka Spider Horse. That's it? That's it. I'm pretty sure my heart actually skipped. Like I just want to know where Spider Pig's going to be. I, I am curious to see which Spider people are returning. I know Nick Cage already said he's not coming back for it. Yeah, which is a shame. He was he was such a such oh yeah a, nothing. Spider Man Noir. One of my favorite just superhero moments is when he's like doing his like his backstory, and he's like, sometimes I light matches and let them burn down to the tip just to feel something, and it just cuts him yeah. holding a match. It goes out. He goes, oh. <laughs> but he he killed it so i'm excited but oh, yeah. i i'm not gonna lie i love the scarlet spider even though the story that they introduced him in called the the clone saga is revered as one of the worst spider-man stories and that's saying something yeah. but scarlet spider has always been a favorite of mine because he was like the the spider-man that replaced spider-man i loved his look yeah. his style but i am this is going to be a movie where we are literally breaking it down for months just to kind of get 
a glimpse of everything because it's a lot. Yeah, and then there was that one shot where there was like a hundred different spider things. You know, <laughs> spider individuals. Yeah, yeah. Like they also, they like... also have a spider bite. Like that's that's. I don't even. I didn't even know who spider bite was. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it is. Is it, is it one of Peter B. Parker's kids? No, no, no. That's Mayday Parker, <laughs> which I'm shocked that they actually did Mayday Parker. That's really cool. But yeah, there's there's a lot going on in this trailer. I can't even watch yeah. it again. My brain hurts. Yeah, it's definitely one that like I gotta. I like just watched it. Not too long ago, and it's one that I might wait until tomorrow to like rewatch it just to see if there's anything kind of thing that I right. missed. Yeah, but it's one that for me personally, at least, I cannot watch like for an hour straight to figure out what every single spider person thing there was in the trailer. No, no, thank you know, you. and then we had the the meme. Oh, the yeah, meme they did stop. the meme, which they, yep. they did it in the previous movie, like they actually did the, yes. the original in the previous movie. I, I my my only fear is, as much as I like Spider Man No Way Home, it really only benefit like I can only really watch the last like the last half. Yeah, yeah. and that's really because of you know you got Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and I think once once the Green Goblin turns on them, that's when I can like always watch that movie. But yes. it suffers. It's got a terrible script. It's not that good. Oh yeah. But because it, it's it was like, all fan service. Totally. It was bring back everyone. Bring back everyone from the previous. Six, seven, seven movies. You got three, three Tobies, two Andrews, and uh, two. And, so seven movies yeah, seven. before that. So I don't know, but they do reference that in this trailer. Yes, where he talks about Doctor Strange and the Spider-Man of Earth one nine 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 or something like that. Yep, it, it's it's funny. I didn't even catch it at first, and I was like, oh, yeah. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Makes you wonder if it affected any of those Spider-Men or Spider-People. No. I wonder they, if we'll find out. I, I feel like it's just going to be a throwaway line. Oh, 100%. Or that's so when that's Tom, Holland just pops, Tom Holland just pops up and he's like, I said I was sorry. Go away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because like, wasn't there rumors about having like some live action? Like in They wanted too? them for the previous movie. And I know there's always been rumors that like it's going to happen in this one. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's one of those things. But let's talk about the trailer that I'm actually most excited about. As much as I'm excited for Spider-Verse, I'm super excited. Blue Beetle finally debuted yes. its trailer. After tons of speculation and tons of behind-the-scene mm-hmm. photos, Like we, we had an idea of what this was going to look like. Bro, this trailer blew me away. I was shocked. Yes. A hundred percent. The suit looks fantastic say what you will about dc as a whole but when it comes to making their characters pop on screen they deliver yes like even like the batman gray suit and Mm -hmm. even the flat the new flash suit is growing on me after the the more recent trailer but oh my god this looks like a this looks great this suit Mm -hmm. it's a it's a good and i mean this in a good way it's a good combination of deadpool power rangers and iron man yeah. Like in, in the best possible ways. Like you yeah. see this, the suit actually emotes with Jaime, which is great, which makes sense. The transformation of him into this blue beetle thing looks horrifying. Yeah. It, it, it's got like that horror element to it, at least in the beginning of the trailer. Mm. You know, like you said, with the where the scarab takes over his body. Oh, it's, it's know, like, like it, it's intense. Yeah. 
and they do a lot of fun Easter eggs. They call Batman a fascist in this. Yes. That's the last line <laughs> of the trailer. George you, Lopez. George Lopez, of all people. Like, God, yep. he needs a haircut. Oh, my. He needs a haircut, a beard, beard trim. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things that have been pointing out about this trailer is, A, Big Belly Burger is referenced in it. Yep. And as Arrowverse fans know, we we are big fans of Big Belly Burger. It's like the the go it's like their McDonald's, their Burger King, whatever yeah. it is, but it it's something that's just like it's it's it was just yeah. funny to see. We yep. also have Cord Industries is finally shown in its glory. Cord yep. Industries has been mentioned in the Arrowverse a lot, but they never did anything with it. No. Which is a shame. The only time like the only other live action Blue Beetle was in Smallville and that that suit well good at the time. It, it has not aged well, especially oh, no. compared to this. This is a practical suit. This is him yeah. wearing it. It's wild. Yeah. And we did have shots of the previous two Beetle, Blue Beetle costumes mm-hmm. in the trailer, which Ted Cord and I want to – oh, man. Dan Garrett is the other one mm-hmm. because Blue Beetle is a legacy character. That means for those of you guys who don't know what legacy characters, another character takes the mantle of afterwards. Blue Beetle, yes. Flash is technically a legacy character, even Batman now. Yeah. But, man, th- this trailer – Looks great. And I love this kid, the, the Cobra Kai kid, Zolo. Aina. Well done. My, why did I just get turned on? That was weird. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And that's the end of the episode, guys. But anyway, no. He, that line. But, God. But he's fantastic. I, I really do like him. He, he grew up on Cobra Kai. We kind of got to watch him grow as an actor. And he was a great choice for Jaime Reyes. And yeah. now there there's... It's up in the air, kind of. Like, James Gunn seemingly confirmed that this was part of the DCU. However, comma, he had already said that Superman Legacy was going to start the DCU. So... I Yeah, so I wonder if if it's part of it, but Superman Legacy is really, like, the kickoff point. Like, it's kind of like this gets mentioned or something, but, like, that is confusing because it's like, well, how can this start, but this is part of it, and this comes out at the moment two-plus years in advance? You know, I mean, nothing's been set with Superman Legacy at all other than the title. I think they just uh, hired the casting director. Yeah, Man. so I'm curious as to what that means. Like, I wonder if it means, hey, depending on the success of this movie, mm-hmm. maybe after Superman Legacy, we will have Blue Beetle and, you know, Zolo Maraduena play Blue Beetle in a future I, movie. I hope, I hope that this, just movie. just for the sake of the suit that they made, I hope they use it again. <laughs> yeah, right? But I don't know, like, because this movie was originally supposed to come out on HBO Max. It was supposed to be yeah. part of, like, the HBO Maxiverse, because at, at one point, DC had four different continuities going on. Yeah. It had the CW stuff. Mm-hmm. It had the HBO Max stuff, which they did establish in Crisis is all it's technically yeah. it's all one universe, we know, even like the movie stuff. They had the DCEU and then they had these Elseworlds stories like Joker and the Batman and all that stuff. Yeah. So like I I hope that and this is You also had Gotham was over by the time this was <laughs> yeah. They didn't even reference Gotham in Crisis on Infinite, so I was kind of surprised. Yeah. But for me like Blue Beetle, wherever it falls, I just hope it's a good time, and I hope it's, yeah. I hope the trailer matches it. And with that, our conversation tonight is going to be strictly about movie trailers. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the best superhero movie trailers, the worst superhero movie trailers, and what we really think 
makes a superhero movie trailer. But first, a quick break. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on a set as a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service that you're always looking to grow and advertising is a very big part of that if you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction you guys can get a hundred dollars worth of free advertising again as a thank you from us to you guys that's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction all right we are back and i'm actually kind of excited to talk about this like just during the break ronnie and i kind of broke down our, our game plan for this and i feel like it's gonna be controversial debatable thing at least because trailers are exceptionally subjective but at the same time they're designed to promote to the masses they're they're Mm -hmm. designed to get people who may be fans of the ip or not to go see this movie yes so for you what makes a, a solid trailer for you for me it has to be something that is memorable right whether it's good or bad Right, I think is one of the key things. It also has to either, you know, it should bring hype to the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to watch a trailer and be like, all right, yes, I definitely want to go see that now. Right. Whether you're on the fence or if you want to see it anyway. And I think it needs to give a little bit away of the movie, but it also shouldn't give away too much at the same time. Right. You know. Marvel is very good at including things in the trailer that aren't in the movie to kind of steer you in a different direction, Mm -hmm. which I do like. But at the same time, I find it very annoying because sometimes they do it and it's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then it doesn't happen. You're like, why the did you not do that? Yeah, Marvel's been a little annoying with stuff like that, where they they show things in the trailers just to subvert. And yeah. sometimes it works, other times it doesn't. Because like sometimes it is a cool visual, and you're like, oh, like the Spider Man and Tony Stark going like, through the city. Yes, that was a great visual, and was not in the movie. Uh huh. Yeah. So like you know, like stuff like that. Like to me, one of like a shot like that is like what kind of sold me even more mm-hmm. of watching it. And then we didn't get it, and like it's like, well, you just broke my heart there. And I'll solve. Heartbroken. That's all it takes to break Roddy's heart. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man wasn't in it. No, oh. oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> so for me, a good trailer should have a couple of things. One, it should, in, it should set the tone. Like it should match the tone that you're going for for the movie. A lot of times we watch these trailers and they don't match the tone of the movie at all. Suicide mm. Squad, the, the first one, is a great example where they tried to make it like – they tried to make it Guardians of the Galaxy – and it did not match the tone, especially like, you know, they're still talking about the air cut and whether or not yeah. it's ever going to get released. And it's it's a different movie. It Like, we've seen deleted scenes and stuff like that. And like the yeah. whole tone's totally different. So for me, I, I want my trailers to match the tone or at least set the tone expectations. Like if I see a trailer, it's like a fun movie. And then I watch it. It's like the most depressing thing. I'm like, oh, so, yeah. Oh, man. You know, like you brought up, you know, Suicide Squad. Mm hmm. No, which to me is a great trailer. Oh, with a uh, ballroom blitz. Yes. I'm, or, but they did ballroom blitz. Bohemian Rhapsody. They did Bohemian Rhapsody and ballroom blitz. They yes. did too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like those trailers are fantastic. 
And I mean, going ahead a little bit, but like, and then you get the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk know. about that. So, and also something to remember and something that I have to constantly remind myself is the studio and the people making the movie don't make the trailers. They hire mm-hmm. an outside company to do that. Yes. And unfortunately, they they get like a, a ton of footage, a ton of B-roll, and they're like, all right, well, let's make something out of this. And then sometimes they'll reveal too much or they'll, they'll, yeah. they just won't do it right. So let's talk about some of our favorites, some of our worst, and which ones were better than the film that they were the trailer for. Would you like <laughs> right. to give me one of your best first? All right. I'll start off with an easy one. I'll go with The Dark Knight, you know. We we got to see Heath Ledger's Joker, mm-hmm. and to me, that kind of like solidified how great Heath Ledger was going to be. Right. You know, like because because I'm pretty sure the first trailer that came out was a heavy on the Joker. Right. Yeah, you know? and that set the tone for that movie beautifully. You know, like you knew what you were going to get, but there was also some mystery to the entire movie with it. And obviously, you know, The Dark Knight, I think, is goes down as me personally, the best superhero movie ever. Mm-hmm. Arguably, I know there's That's very subjective, but, you know, you know, I won't argue with you on that. No, one. You can't. Yeah. I'm, you know, all right, I, won't I, I think to me, that's probably like one of the best trailers to ever come out for superhero movies. That's that's totally fair. Like it, it is such a great trailer. Um mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the first Spider Man. Going calling it back way back in the day. Mm-hmm. The so they did a tra- they did a, a teaser for Spider Man, which was yep. really good. Unfortunately it involved the Twin Towers and it was right after like right around the time that nine eleven happened, so they took it out. Yeah. But the first trailer, like they set the tone. Like they to see Spider-Man in his glory, in full costume, because right up to that point, we'd really only gotten like X-Men who wore like the pseudo costumes. Yeah. So for me, like to see Spider-Man and like that, like that's Spider-Man. That that's in my mind. That's what I see, and that's what, and yeah. like it set the tone of what we were going to see and the visuals that we were going to get too. So for me, that that Spider-Man trailer, oh, so good. Yeah. What about now? One of your worst. All right, one of the worst, Catwoman. So, <laughs> right. still better so, than the actual me... movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm glad that caught you by surprise. It did. I wasn't uh, ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> so, all right, as a how old was I when that movie came out? Oh, Catwoman. Oh man, that was like 2005 ish, maybe. So I was I was a teenager. So obviously I liked it for certain reasons back then. Don't tell your wife. <laughs> but right. So I mean, I think most guys can agree to with that statement that it was good for that. It was perfect. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't uh, do that. <laughs> but I mean, other than the eye candy, it was just, I did not want to watch the movie. Obviously. Oh no. It's, it's a it. terrible movie. You know, terrible movie, terrible trailer. I mean, it just gave me no reason to watch the movie other than watch it to look at Halle Berry. And even that, like, especially once, like, you got to, like, the B-level PlayStation 2 graphics. Oh, my God. Yeah, there there was just a lot wrong with 
the trailer and the movie that I don't know. It's we got we we have to do like a review on that movie one day. I'll, I'll talk about Catwoman at some point. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about Catwoman. We'll do maybe a character study on her. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. All right, this, this could be a hot take. Okay, the first X Men trailer is terrible. I still remember yeah. it, and there, here's the reason I remember it. When you, I, I got one of the X Men video games that came out around the same time, and they had the trailer as one of the videos in the video options. Yeah, and oh my god, like it is just so bad. And it's like they do it like a Mortal Kombat like roster lineup. It's like I want to say they do the like like music, and it cuts like Wolverine, and it shows him like doing an action thing, Cyclops one of three action shots that they do for Cyclops. <laughs> and then it gets to Rogue and she doesn't do anything. <laughs> she yeah. has to like do something. But oh my God, it is the most 2000s trailer that you could possibly imagine. And it, like, oh God, yeah. it gets to like Professor X and then like <laughs> Magneto. And it, it's bad. It's oh, so yeah. bad. And it's one of those trailers that did not do the actual movie justice. No, not at all. All right, so speaking of trailers that do the movie justice, now, 10 movie trailers, all right? Or at least just think of one. We'll just do one for now. What's a movie trailer that was better than the actual movie? I know which one you're going to go first. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. Speaking of justice, Batman vs. Superman. You're such an ass. I hate you. (laughs) Come on. You cannot disagree with that. Watching those trailers it's totally subjective ronnie of course i could disagree with that i love that movie i'll stand by that movie you shut your whore mouth no no, you stand by the director's cut i stand by the original movie too i still i still enjoy the original movie not not saying that the original movie was like a bad movie you've said that multiple times all right no so i just do it to bust your balls but in all fairness it's like an average movie maybe slightly below average the trailers made it seem like it was going to be one of the best movies ever made in like comic book superhero history. All right. I can't even argue it. Like the last shot of, of Batman standing up to like, that was what we all wanted. And yeah. Okay. All right. I can get behind you that the trailer, the trailer, the the first trailer, just the first trailer, the second trailer where they revealed doomsday was such a kick in the balls. Well, yeah, but you know, so like uh, overall with the trailers, like I, to me, they were better than what the movie was. There was so much potential watching those trailers. And then you watch the movie and it's like, what were they thinking when they edited this movie? Fair. You know, like, like oh, it is unfortunate how, how different the trailers and the movie actually were for this movie that was such an event that it just fell flat with people not us i love it anyway (laughs) here's one iron man 2 iron man 2 has a killer trailer i still remember it you got acdc blasting while mickey rourke's doing the whips you got him dropping and doing like the uh, the the portable suit for the first time and of course that iconic shot of iron man and warhammer or warhammer war machines helmets dropping oh my god that trailer showed so many great things but then the movie's just kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Like that's another movie that I can watch the last twenty five minutes of it and enjoy it. But otherwise, yeah. like it's, like I like Sam Rockwell. I wish they'd done more with him in the MCU because I do really enjoy him as an actor. But they just 
they did too much, way too much yeah. in that film. And they again, they watered down Tony Stark so much in the MCU as compared to his comics counterpart. Like we yeah. thought that we were going to get, I think it's called Death in a Bottle or something like that. It's a storyline where it basically deals with his alcoholism. And Tony Stark's not a good guy. Like they established that he's not a like, he's not supposed to be likable. Yeah. But the MCU leans into Robert Downey Jr.'s charm, and it works. Like don't get us wrong, we love Iron Man, and we yeah. love, but he is not the comic version of Iron Man. So no. for me, our Demon in a Bottle. Thank you. I, I figured it out. Paul, Paul talked to himself, apparently. But <laughs> Demon in a Bottle storyline. But for me, Iron Man 2, that has such a great trailer just to get a mediocre movie. Yeah. You want to do one more fantastic trailer each? One more bad trailer yeah. and one more better? Sure. All right. So do you have another really good trailer that sticks out to you? So I, I gave this a lot of thought, to oh, be wow. honest with you. A lot of thought. And... Just for pure like nostalgia reasons, mm-hmm. Superman. Oh, the original. The, the original, because we all like that is what catapulted everything we see today. That yeah. was such a big success when you know it really shouldn't have been as big of a success as it is. I, I think it for just for that reason alone, like. You know, that that kind of set everything up and why it's one of the best trailers to come from it. And then we have arguably the best Superman in it. Mm. Arguably. You know, and that's something really cool. And like, I'll say it like, it's great that we have so many like at this point, we have like so many like, hey, man, like this is this is my Superman. This is Superman's becoming a lot like James Bond. Where yeah. everybody has their their Superman, and I I really you know what I'm kind of digging it. I used to be like such a Superman purist, like it has to be this way or no way at all. Yeah. But for me, like I really like. There are so many good choices of Superman, and there's not a bad Superman. Let's let's be oh, honest. No, no. There there it's not like they've ever had a Superman that just wasn't good. It's they always didn't have a George Clooney. They didn't have a George Clooney. That's fair. Like even Brandon <laughs> Routh did a fine job and he, then he got his chance of redemption yeah. in crisis. Like, yes. and I'm going to talk about that in a second, but for me, like <laughs> Superman is one of those characters that it's hard to find a bad one, but you, everybody has their own and that's totally yeah. fine too. All right. So this is a hot take. You ready? A okay. trailer that I really still enjoy and more just cause I love the commentary on it. The incredible Hulk. That trailer okay. drops, and it's right out. It's right at the height of Iron Man. Like th- those movies came out really close to each other. They were they were oh, not yeah. far apart. And people tend to forget about the Incredible Hulk, but now Captain America is turning into the Incredible Hulk too. I think we talked about it on uh, You Hate to See It. Yeah. So by the way, check out You Hate to See It. We were just on their podcast. I'm not sure when that episode drops, but like, comment, shy, subscribe, share, whatever. But all the stuff, all the stuffs. But for me, the trailer starts off with him talking to Phil Dumphy. Yes, but he's, it's Doc Samson, but like he's ta- he's having like a therapy session where he's like, you know, and they parodied that scene to no end yeah. after it came out. And that scene's not even in the movie because they cut out so much like there, there's so much behind the scenes drama with the Incredible Hulk. I, we did an episode on the Incredible Hulk, I think, or a Hulk character study. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we talked about it. Study, and yeah. I really like the Incredible Hulk movie and I still find that it stands up. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, like the trailer was really good. Yeah, especially on the heights of, of Iron Man and all that stuff. So for me, that might be a little bit of a hot take, but the trailer, one of my favorite trailers for a superhero property. Yeah. Honorable mention, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, Civil War. Civil War. The Spider-Man um, drop at the end. 
Yep. I just, think just Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok? All right. Would be an honorable mention, too. First um, Avengers. Yeah. With the, with the yeah, circle like, shot. There, yeah. There's like 7,000 different things we could give honorable mentions to, but. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Now we have one more terrible one. You got one more terrible one in you? Yes, I do. This right. is easy. Hit it. Fan, was it Fan Four Stick? Fan Four Stick. Oh my God! I was so optimistic about it. I was, I was so, wrong, wrongfully optimistic. So I have yet to see this movie. You gotta see this movie. It's so bad because of the fact that the trailers were so. Eh. Yeah, the trailers were so bad. Did not hype me up at all like which is funny because honorable mention again for good trailers fantastic four the rise of silver surfer such yes. a great trailer oh my god oh, yeah sean and i still quote that scene because in the i think in the in, in either the trailer or the movie it's different where johnny suits up and he goes yeah in one version he goes i just bought this tux yeah and then the other he goes this is dolce i think that's yeah. the movie version this is dolce but yep. sean and i still quote that like to no ends yeah but to me that I have yet to see that movie just because of the fact that the trailers did absolutely nothing for me, gave me no reason, no desire to go watch the movie that to me, that has to be one of the worst trailers ever. So full disclosure, Ronnie, Sean, and I have always talked about doing some sort of movie commentary or some sort of drunken movie commentary. Yeah. I think if we ever decide to go forward with like Patreon or or a premium subscription, we will do drunken movie like review. Not even that, like commentaries. Yeah. Where we watch the movie for like you know some of us for the first like I could see us doing one for like Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh yes. Oh my god! Like some of the like if we ever if you guys want to see something like that, please let us know because we we'll put that on MF Uncensored and under like a some sort of subscription. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, you ready? Weird take because I really like this movie, the first Venom teaser. Where it's just him in the MRI machine without the finished effects. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, we all wanted to see what this was going to look like, but it was just Tom Hardy screaming in an MRI machine. Yeah. And we still stand by the first movie. The second movie we have not been kind to and is only getting worse with age. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see what the third movie is going to do, but it is what it is. But the, the initial teaser is just so, so bad. Yeah. All right, one more, really, a trailer that was way better than the actual movie. All right. All right. This is a tough one. I thought you were going to say something. You already kind of alluded to yours, I thought. I, I did. That's why I don't want to use it, because we already kind of talked about it. Fine. Uh, but on a side note, yes, yeah, Suicide Squad. Honorable mention. Sure. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. No. But for me, I might have to go Thor The Dark World. Yeah, that trailer was better than that. Again, another meh yeah. movie. I was yeah. surprised. I, I really thought you were going to say X-Men Origins. That that is that if the trailer see, was if, decent, the trailer was decent. That That is a good one. I didn't think of, I thought of it, but then it escaped my mind. And then, you know, Suicide Squad and Dark World came into into my mind. Mm -hmm. um, but I, either one, I guess you can go with really where the trailers got you so hyped you thought it was going to be like the best movie out of like that franchise mm -hmm. and then you just get complete nonsense yeah yeah <laughs> yep. so for me and this is this is a tough one superman returns 
the first teaser of Superman Returns, where they yeah. not only have Marlon Brando doing the voiceover, they mm-hmm. have all the people looking up to the sky, and they have the the music cues up, and you get the first shot of Brandon Routh, and he flies back into the atmosphere. Oh my god, it's still one of the best trailers for a superhero film. Yeah. It did exactly what I wanted it to do, but the movie's so boring. Yeah. Like, just so, and there's stuff cut out of it. Apparently there's a whole side note of him deciding he doesn't want to be Superman, like the world doesn't need him. And that's yeah. why when he's getting beat up by Lex Luthor's goons, he says, I'm still Superman. That that scene I actually really do enjoy from that movie where like he's still trying to like fight them off a little bit and he's just getting pummeled. Yeah. And of course, like the scene of him saving the plane and then saving all the people, like is really cool. But otherwise, that movie is just and I like Brandon Routh and I'm glad that he got his his due Kingdom as come. Superman. The Kingdom Come look. But yeah. oh my god, it's 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 sad. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Two Superman. Yeah. yeah. Three. Three. We had three Superman mentions. One we did. Too bad. Also <laughs> eh. and I will still but like actually more good than bad though. Yeah. 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 But this was a lot of fun. I, this this conversation went way longer than I anticipated. We we were gonna do like a thirty minute episode, but here we are, and that's that, and it's okay. That's what happens with us. It's of course that's okay. It's all good. <laughs> but anyway, so we do have good old fan feedback Friday. This is a fun one. We got some good answers this week. What is a superhero or villain that got the worst live action treatment? Now, live action treatment was not just subjective to how they looked, but just how the character was done or how the character was treated. So I'm going to start with mine first because I I put this as like, because I was just disappointed with what happened. Roy Harper on Arrow. Mm. Season one and two did a great job with Roy Harper. And then season three put him in the Arsenal suit. He looked fantastic. Him and Oliver were back and forth, actual sidekicks. Then Colton Haynes Haynes leaves the show. Now Mm. I get it. He had stuff going on. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I understand. But when they tried to bring him back by that time, I was like, oh, they, they ruined him. Also, yeah. I will say Wally West. Yeah. yeah. We hated what they did with Wally West. Oh yeah. Yeah. These W shows didn't do too good with their young ones. Yeah. Unfortunately though, like I really did like Arsenal and even Speedy when she took over, but yeah, damn. we have the Joker from Suicide Squad. We have Howard the yep. Duck from the live action film. <laughs> we have Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. We, this was this was a good one from our friend Martin. He put the mask from Son of the Mask. Ooh, That's yes. a deep cut. Our friend Matt wrote Doctor Doom, and our friend Alex wrote Thanos. That he is as big of a threat. Or excuse me, not Thanos. Uh, Ultron. He's as big of a threat yeah. of Thanos as not more. And yeah. that's that. Supposedly they're bringing him back in some capacity, but yeah, we'll that, that's another trailer that was better than the movie. Age of Ultron. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that one. But if you guys are looking to participate in Fan Feedback Friday, it's super duper easy. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, the Multiverse Fancast. Every Friday between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you'll find uh, Fan Feedback Friday. We do our best to stay pretty consistent with it, so it's usually there. If not, I will make sure that it's posted that it won't be there. Very (laughs) rare. Very, very rare. Knock on, wood. Oh, yeah. Knock on wood as I'm doing renovations in my home. But uh, if you guys are looking to participate a little bit more with our show, we are on all the social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Just type in the Misfit Faction or the Multiverse Fancast. Odds are you'll find some of our stuff. And obviously, themisfitfaction.com is our best way to find not only us, but our some of our other shows, affiliates, people that we do other works with, other shows that we've been on, other shows that we do, and of course, our merch store where it keeps the lights on here. So make sure you guys get your Misfit Faction swag. Eventually, we are going to update some of the store stuff. I want to do a new shirt for the Multiverse Fancast, so I, w- I might put that in Fan Feedback Friday, what kind of shirt people would like. Yes. 
But Ronnie, thank you so much for literally ending your work day just to go into your office and continue working for another hour. <laughs> You're welcome. And this is what I do is how I show my love. That sounds uncomfortable. I'm very, very uncomfortable. But as always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya.